Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Every day can bring changes, challenges, and opportunities that can also change your personal or business financial goals and priorities. As a true partner, Sandy Spring Bank can make it all a bit easier. Someone who really listens, understands, and then creates solutions in hard times and good times. We'll always strive to be your advocate, today and every day. That's real banking for real life and real business. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Member FDIC. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Oh, Steve Harvey. Oh, Steve Harvey. Why don't you join me? I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Uh-huh. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, he do. Steve Harvey got a radio show, but like I said the other day, you got something too, though, don't you? God done done something wonderful for you. You just got to thank him for it. You know, uh, in the midst of all this going on in my life and in your life, you know, I always use myself as an example because, uh, well, I mean, that way, I guarantee 100% I know what I'm talking about. Um, here, Here's the situation. You know, with everything that's going on in my life and all the things I'm asking God for, in in the midst of a, 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 
uh, taxing and a very trying situation that's very challenging for me right now. Man, God just keeps on, keeps on surprising me. He keeps doing things. And I want you to look at your life uh, for a second. Let's make two columns here. Let's make a, a column of all the things you want from God. You know, just do that throughout the course of the day. You know, you know, run down a list of all the things you're asking God for, all the things you're praying for, the things you aspire to, what you, your dreams, your visions, whatever it is. Just make a column, a list of all those things. Let's make three lists. And then the second list, I want you to make a list of everything that you've been asking God for. So I guess that could be a little bit of the same. But this third list, I want you to do a checkoff point. I want you to do a, make a list of everything that God has given you that you've asked him for. Just think about it like that for a second. I may be explaining a little wrong right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it together for you. Make a list of everything you're asking God for. Just, just list it. You know, it's okay. It's a dream board. You can call it that. I got one. It's a vision board. You know, every, everybody's got something you hope for. Make a list. Now, I want you to make a, another list of everything you've asked God for that he's given you already. See, this is a good list because sometimes, and what I've been guilty of, and maybe you too, in, in my request list on my dream board, I keep focusing so hard sometimes on the what I'm yet to receive. I keep focusing so hard on the what I hope he gives me. I keep focusing so hard on the things that are yet not fulfilled in my life that sometimes as he starts checking off my wish list, the things I've asked for in the past that have come to pass that he's given me, I sometimes in praying for what I want, forget to thank him for what he's done for me. And I'm currently in the middle of that situation. And this morning when I woke up, I really, man, I just got on my knees this morning and I quit tripping for a second. I said, man, hey, God, you know what? I really do need all them things I'm asking for. And I really am believing that you're going to give it to me. But in the meantime, though, man, have I overlooked some important details here? I had to really look at what he's done for me. I mean, look, man, take yourself out of it personally and, and look. Well, you can leave yourself in it however you want to be. Some people can't do that. So just leave yourself in it then. But, man, I started looking at the I part of me, and I started looking around at the what's happening overall. Like, man, he has kept my family together in, in spite of the attempts to tear it apart. I look at all of that. I look at how he's blessing my children with the desires of their heart, which I pray for my kids. You know, I want my kids to have a better life than I've had. I really, really do. I don't want them to take as long as it took me to get it together. I really, really don't. I'm trying to say, hey, man, if you go to college, this is what you can be. Don't do like your father did. Don't go three years, drop out, throw yourself into a spiral, and then got to start scratch all over again. You know, and, and for the most part, so far, you know, they're doing quite well of it. You know, you know they're getting kicked around a little bit, but that's life. I started thinking of the blessings that he's helped me overcome with some of the previous mistakes I've made in relationships in my life. And then I started looking about the, the things he's blessed me with that I've been asking him for. But since I've moved on from it, 
I, I forgot to keep thanking him because I got to always thank God for a roof over my head because guess what? When I was asking for the roof and I didn't really have it, then he gave me one. Now, since he gave it to me, what, I'm just cool now? I can't ever go back to him and go, hey, man, I really do appreciate this roof over my head because there was a time when I was living in a car. But see, so every morning I wake up, I got to remember the fact that I have a home now because I got to look back and go, man, that was time, Steve, when you didn't have no home. But see, we forget what God has done for us because in our column, the want column, the need column, we oftentimes forget for the columns and the check marks that he's already fulfilled in our life. You've got to take inventory every now and then, daily if possible, but I know we humans, we're not going to do that. I don't. But you've got to take inventory of your life to say, hey, What has God done for me? You know, and remember something else, too. Change is good, but change is challenging. Accept the challenge that it is. Look, a lot of you come up to me all the time and say, Steve, man, thank you, man. Boy, you in the morning, man, I really be needing that. Well, I done said it a hundred times, but I'm going to say it again. Y'all, I be needing it, too. You know, you understand, sometimes what, what what God is dealing with me is 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 for me. But now I'm in a sharing position where I can open up. And if I just if I just quit being so about me and become a little bit more transparent, I can maybe some of me that's happening to me is happening to you. And you can see some of this in me. That's why I use myself as an example, because, man, I'm catching it, too. Y'all, I ain't perfect either. So for those of you that come up to me and say that, I want you to understand these these talks in the morning, man, this is important for me because, man, I need these conversations from God. I need God to continue to strengthen me, to show me the way, to help me understand what's happening to me. And see, as we've all, those of you who have made the decision to change, to become a better person, a better woman, a better boy, a better girl, a better man, for those of you who have made the decision to change, change is a challenge. And accept the challenge because it's going to come. Because right out of that, here come the haters. Here they come. People you don't even know. Discussing your life and your chain. If God see you really, really mean what you say, in spite of what they say about you, God will raise you above the fray. He'll keep promoting you. He'll keep blessing you. He'll keep moving you up. He will use you as a show-off point. He'll show you off, man. He'll make you re- he'll make you look good to people, man, who wish you'd fall all day long. And so to all your haters, all your haters will end up just watching you rise, man. They will watch you continue to grow. That's what God will do for you, man. You can fool the world, but you can't fool God. God know your heart. He know your every thought, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex, FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort 
ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials so you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. We are about to begin the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are close to Election Day. I, for one, will be so happy when it's over. I am tired of asking you to vote, pleading with you to vote, encouraging you to vote, practically almost begging you to vote. Damn it, vote! (laughs) (laughs) Now, don't mess around and get cussed out about this vote. But vote. Now, let me be clear about something. For anybody out there that don't know me, Biden and Harris is the ticket to get this country more unified. That's the ticket. Stop saying anything else about me. Ain't never been nothing else about me. That's enough. That said, your ass to the polls and let's vote. Tired of him. Tired of listening about him. Tired of hearing this man. Tired of him lying. I'm tired of counting the lies. It's 18,000 of them. Well over 30. That's minimum. Yeah. Now I'm talking about last week. Oh, yeah, that's weak. Oh. That's weak. Oh, okay. Yeah, Any given week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. We voted on this show, Steve. Everyone. Call it for real. That's right. We all voted. Good morning, crew. My man, Junior. Man, get y'all ass down and vote. That's what we had. King of all the pranks, nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. Top of the morning. Vote, vote, vote. I saw uh, a lot of the sorority sisters had their little wrap dresses on, the pencil skirts. Mm -hmm. Uh. Strolled to the polls, uh-huh. and all of them had their colors on. They was looking real fly. Yeah, oh, just do it. Done. Just do it. Yeah, it's I gonna like be it. an uptick in the polls. I think a lot of, way more people are gonna vote this time than voted last time. Mm-hmm. It's but a movement. The yeah. problem yeah. is, more Trump supporters are gonna be voting too. So we've mm-hmm. got to get out there and let them know that Black Lives Matter. Period. That's right, man. man I didn't know. I didn't know Trump said this about Black Lives Matter. Did you see this? Where he said it was a, a Marxist movement, left wing, communist. Does Black Lives Matter? Yeah. Didn't say anything. I, I, I don't doubt it. Do you doubt it though? No, I mean, but but he said it in front of a, a black uh, coalition. He was speaking at the thing of that at a black function. Oh, when he uh. went to when he met with the um, mm-hmm. blacks with the for Trump. So now we blacks know. For he Trump. don't know his colors. Either. No, they was booing his ass. I got to oh, see where it was. Okay. I just saw it last. I said, this dude. Really? Not only racist, but dumb too. Damn. <laughs> this is why Double you need Trump. to vote. This is why man, you need I'm to so vote. I'm so sick of this dude right here, man. <laughs> Steve, 13 days left. 13. Ah, that's mm-hmm. close. Yeah, we're counting down now. We are. We're in a two-week window now. Yeah. 13 days. I'm just 13. hoping my cigar uh, lounge is through by then. 
a week. Okay. I was a week after that damn election. When is my cigar <laughs> bar going to be? We got to go. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, our girl, Sister Odell, will be in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it's Women's Crush Wednesday, and our girl, Sister Odell, is in the building. <laughs> Glory, glory, glory. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. How's y'all doing today? Doing pretty good. Great. Rodell, how are you? How are you doing? Good. Little, little, just over, little over a week now. Yes, ma'am. Are you talking about what? What are you talking about? Get him gone. Oh, you are talking about election. Go to the polls and get him gone. That's right. Mr. Odell, you'll be happy to know that everyone on this show has voted. I'm so proud of y'all. You know, we've been trying to get, make a way. You know, I'm from that generation that made it even possible for us to vote. That's right. So I'm just so proud of y'all for just, you know, doing something (laughs) to make us, you know, stand proud to vote, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you vote, Junior? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I sure did. Last Friday, sure did. Tommy, did you vote? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I Was voted. somebody A1. down there to help you? No, I didn't. What? what? No. <laughs> I, why I need help? I, I knew what I was doing. I, oh, you're you smart. Mean? I'm just talking about reaching. <laughs> Come on. Because I know them polls is kind of high to little man. The boo. You know. I, I, I see they had some steps down there for challenges. He made it. We all did. Well, I was going to tell you that uh, today is Kim Kardashian's birthday. Now, Kim Kardashian is a big one for her. She makes 40 today. She's going on a girl's trip to a private island, Sister Odell. And what I wanted to ask you, I know you have a lot of girlfriends, Sister Gertrude and all of them, and Bernice, Sister Bernice. Have you all ever been on a girl's trip? Girl, yeah, we've been on girl trips before. We didn't have the money that the Kardashians got, though. Uh-huh. Oh, you know. where'd y'all go? What did you where'd go? Y'all... Yeah, and what'd you do? Birmingham. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> y'all went right on down there. <laughs> what'd you do? <laughs> We caught a greyhound and went out there and had barbecue and ate it on the side of the railroad tracks and uh-huh. walked around a little bit down, yes, out, you know, uh-huh. seen whether, you know, where they was going to, you know, put the uh, German shepherds on us and everything, just reminiscing. I'm just telling you, just what we did was my girl weekend. What is you mad at me for? <laughs> You go where you want to go. The Kardashians ain't asked you to go. I'm your girl. You I was, I know, Carly, I was just upset, you know, because people always want to downplay something we did. That's all the money we had. The girls' weekend was into Birmingham. Oh, yes, ma'am. Okay, okay well, I'm glad. And we had barbecue and ate it on the side of the railroad tracks. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I also um, hear another bird. She's going to bring her friends and family, too, so. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She's bringing her family. Friends and mm-hmm. family, too. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that ain't a girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, we we just took our friends. 
We left our husbands and uh, uh, you know boyfriends at home. All right, but we got to say happy birthday to uh, Judge Judy too. I know what? you like her. Yeah, oh, that's my girl, there, Judge <laughs> Judy. Uh huh. Mm. I knew a mama. Oh, Ooh. oh, did you? What's her Trudy. Trudy. <laughs> Trudy. <laughs> Judge. Trudy Judy. Yeah, she was something else. She raised that little girl right. They always ask a question. You know, every time somebody did something, she just look over there at Judge Judy and go, pass judgment. And that's how she <laughs> she did. Judging. You know, be playing on the playgrounds, kids be arguing, get in there and sell it. <laughs> That's what Miss Trudy did yeah, to Judy. Yeah, Miss Trudy was raising Judge Judy. I always knew she was going to be in the coat. You know. In the coat. Kids be fighting at school. Go over there and reach an arrangement. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, she started young. CNN, uh, they have a, a legal analyst on there, senior legal analyst. His name is Jeffrey Tubin. And uh, right now he's on leave from C uh, CNN because he re reportedly exposed his private part. He was on a corporate call. He was on a Zoom call. He claims he thought he was off camera. And uh, so now, you know, he, he suspended. Stood up, Dad was. Stood up. Stood up. Stood up and he was already standing up. Oh, man. Next thing you know, it just zoomed right in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I mean. And I heard... like him. I like Jeffrey, the one with the glasses. Yes, the yes, one with the yes, glasses. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, just stood right up. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I yeah. mean. That had to be an accident. Well, yeah, he said it was. He apologized. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, if you ain't packing, ain't no need of you standing up making no announcements about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> when he stood up, they went, oh, blink. Is that what I... Blink. And what nobody <laughs> showed. <laughs> blink. <laughs> so have you heard about any other uh, people that have had embarrassing moments on Zoom that you know about, Sister Odell? Yeah, I had, had one it. last week you myself. One. Oh, you what did? Happened? What happened? Yeah, Sister? we was on a missionary Zoom call. Uh huh. And I was trying, to, before I got dressed, I was trying to get the computer up. Yes, uh -huh. ma'am. And next thing I know, I was on it. But I didn't know I was on it. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And I was just sitting up there topless. Oh, <laughs> but you know, gravity took over, so I was just sitting up there, just looking like my uncle. <laughs> well, Sister Odell, thank oh. you for that. Uh, we think. And, Wait a minute, and we hold gotta on. go. Did you just say, uh? I did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What? You little yeah. shout. <laughs> gotta go, Good Sister Odell. For nothing. Ball head high. <laughs> The nephew's prank is coming up. Uh, run, ass, boy. run that prank back is coming up right after this. Thank you, Sister Odell. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Jim, God's Eyes Ministry, better known as Jim. Let's go, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Clarence. Clarence. Yeah, this is Clarence. Uh, how you doing, Clarence? This is Thaddeus, man. I'm over uh, at the church, man, Mount Baptist Church, uh, where you're a member of, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Okay. Hey, I'm with the gyms, man, and uh, you, you, you actually came to uh, this past service, correct? You with the who? Uh, gyms. The gyms. That's, that's uh, God's 
eyes missionary. And and basically what we do is we watch what's going on, you know, in the um, in the church, who's coming, who hasn't come. And, uh, you know, I, I don't mean any harm, but this this if my records indicate me right uh, through um, my God's eyes ministry of the gems uh, looking at my books, it looks like you, you, this is your first time at the church this year. Correct. Yeah. I mean, what can I do for you? OK. Now, when Pastor asked for all the visitors to stand, you actually did not stand, correct? No, no, I'm a member. Because you're a member. There we go. Now, you, you still work for, um, uh, you work for them? Yeah. Okay. Now, what we've done is we've averaged it out that you. Wait, 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 what is this? What is this? I mean, what is this about? Okay, I'm on my way to it. So, so you probably, are you um, uh, averaging about, what, between forty dollars and $50,000 on a yearly basis over there with. I mean, I mean yeah, something like that, but. Yeah, go ahead. What's so, the problem now? See, what we're looking at, since since you are a member, because, see, you did not stand when he said all members. Since you did not stand up, which which you right there are making the, we, you know, you, you're, you're clarifying that you are a member. And you're making about, we're going to roughly say about $45,000 a year, which means 10% is 4500 Now, we looked at the we looked at the books. And notice that you put in fifty dollars in the church on this past Easter on, on Sunday. Now, if you put fifty dollars in, you know we're close. See, when you gonna start cutting into this forty five hundred dollars that you ought to be paying your tithes? Wait, what's your name? I, I, like I said, sir, my name is Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. Where in tithe and in offering? See, you, 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 you are. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on, hold on a second. You got. You got all this stuff going on in the church. You you got uh, uh, you got hungry people. You got people that need salvation and whatever. But you calling me about about some money that I haven't given to the church? Well, well, see, and, and, that's, we, and that's what your ministry does. Y'all call y'all spend all morning calling people. My 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 job, sir, as a gym, God's eyes ministry. My job is to keep an eye on what's going on at the church. Now, when are you gonna start cutting into your tie? You forty five hundred dollars that we see. This is why we can't get the extra wing that Pastor wants to put on because people like you. Wait, wait, this is why. Wait, wait, wait. You know what, man? You about to hold on a second. Um, first of all, let me explain something to you, brother. Uh, Thaddeus, or whatever the ministry you are with. Thaddeus. Okay, that's fine. Listen, hey, I don't even have to explain this to you, but let me explain something to you. All right, I'm, I, this is a one-job household. This is all we do. This is a one-job household. My wife don't work, but my wife comes to church every Sunday, and she pays the tithes. Now, have you checked, as a gym ministry, have y'all looked at her tithes? Her tithes ain't got nothing to do with you. You understand? You have to pay your tithes. Will a man rob God, yet ye have robbed? You are robbing the Lord, uh, uh, Brother Clarence. You know what, man? You know, that's, you know, and you wonder why people don't come to church all the time. You know, how are you going to tell me that I rob? I could be giving my tithes somewhere else. I am the secretary. I am the gym's secretary, God's eyes ministry, and my eyes have shown me that you've only given fifty dollars. You're making forty five thousand dollars. You are forty five. Some dude from the church. What's his name? Uh, uh, I don't know. That is something. I, I tell you nothing. Who, 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 who was? Yes, I have, but that's not none of their business. That's I know. I know. I know. What does it have to do with him calling people and? 
asking them if they're paying their taxes. I got this. I got this. Let me, let me, let me handle this. Are you sure you Yeah, yeah. You know, I got it. I got it. No, I got him. I got him. I got him. I know. I know. I know. Who, 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 who was that, sir? That's my wife from paying our tithes. That's right. Okay. You know, two weeks ago. I don't have nothing in my books that say y'all paid three hundred dollars. No, we paid. Not under. If, if she said we paid three hundred dollars, we paid three hundred dollars. Okay. Let me ask you this: When are you gonna start cutting into this forty-five? Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. That is what you are doing, sir. Well, you know what? You robbing me right now. You robbing me right now of my time. Where I could go out, I got to be at work. I can't even go get dressed right now because I'm on the phone with you. I have to be at work in half an hour. You robbing me right now of my time. Let me ask you something. Can you bring your tax return into the, to, so I can take a look at it? My tax return? You know, I tell you what. I bring my tax return if everybody else bring their tax return. If you bring your tax return and Pastor bring his tax return, then I'll bring my tax return. We can have a tax return when party. When will your tax return? When can you can you fax it to me? Are you serious? I mean, if, I, I mean, are you if serious? it's uh, if it's not too much to ask for, listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. The next time you do come to church, we gonna pat you down because we gonna have to figure out. Oh, hold on, you gonna pat me down the next time I come to church? And then lay hands on you. Okay, let me ask you this: Do you are you on salary at the church? Uh, yeah, but what does what what does what does what does that have to do with anything? I need to know what you tied look, that ain't, it ain't got, look, look, it ain't got nothing. When you going to bring your $4,500 down so we can add it, so we can get the wing put on? I'm part of the gyms. You bring your money down here, uh, Clarence. Listen here, dog. I, let me tell you something. I don't know who you are. I don't know what this ministry is. I'm with the gyms. Where can hey, we man, expect? Listen, man, I don't, I, don't, I don't give a, you know what? Let me tell you something. I don't care anything about the, your gym ministry. I don't care about you, man. I don't care about any of that. Where are you, you know going to pay this 10%, man? man? I mean, let, let me tell you something, dog. Just, just for real. Don't call my house no more with this, with this stuff. You about to make a brother go off. I mean, seriously. In this economy, in this economy, you talking to me about about me tied and fifty dollars? I'm trying, I'm trying to put a daughter through college. I'm trying to send a son through private school, and I can't get that done. I'm trying to keep the lights on. Over what there, dog. do that have to do with the church? I already told you. I'm getting ready to hang up, and if you want to meet me and whatever you're gonna do and whatever, then that's fine. So I need to tell you something else about your job yeah, too. You, you ain't gonna tell me nothing about my job. You don't have to tell me I about my job. I need to tell you something about your job. Dude, I'm gonna hang up this phone. Is man. there a man named Chapman? At your job. Yeah, I know. Yes, yeah, at my job. Okay. Yeah, and he been there too. Uh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Chapman is the one that got me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Baby, you just got pranked. Man. <laughs> man. <laughs> man, you, man, look, man, don't do me like that, man. I mean, man, you got me feeling, you got me feeling guilty. I mean, I'm, I'm all in. <laughs> Oh man! With the with Boy. the with the gym ministry. <laughs> yeah, but somebody's getting ready to get beat up at the. <laughs> somebody getting hey, ready to get it. Yeah, man. Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest? And I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. It's obviously, it's the Steve <laughs> Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Well, tomorrow is the final presidential debate between Vice President Joe Biden and President Donald Trump in Nashville. The Commission on Presidential Debate has adopted new rules of muting the microphones of President Trump and Joe Biden. Uh, Both campaigns have agreed on the two-minute uninterrupted rule. The only way to enforce that rule is to make sure that only the candidate who has the floor microphone will be open during those two-minute periods. What do you guys think? Steve, this was your idea? I I think, yeah, it was my idea, and they stole it, but it's all good. (laughs) It's all good. They jacked it. Yeah, they jacked it. They heard me say as soon as I said it. Then they're going to take it and act like it's day damn idea. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing they did with them ragged-ass Envision Centers. Took my damn idea and made it theirs. Going to change it from Vision Center to Envision Center. I said it, yes. Now what? <laughs> so now nah, wow. I'm, not, I'm not going with none of this. Yes, they Because they listen the, to the show. Yeah, they do. They do listen to the show. They I stole know. the idea. They're going to cut yeah, the mic we're off. number one. But mm-hmm. Trump going to come up and round there and say he going to talk loud. <laughs> He gonna anyway. go over to Biden, Biden yeah. Mike. That's when Joe ought to sucker punches. He gonna go over the ball off and roll his ass one time. Yeah. Pop. Remember he did it with Hillary Clinton. He came around and what was walking around and yeah, stuff. Walking off, man. Man, mm-hmm. get your ass something behind me. See, that's why I can't run for president. I know too many hood. Y'all gonna be clapping for me, y'all. Be, my man, Steve, get your ass out behind me. You ain't made a political point all night. Make it your <laughs> Uh, In other entertainment news, 50 Cent is the latest rapper to endorse President Trump. After learning details about Joe Biden's tax plan, 50 says he doesn't care if the president is racist as long as his taxes don't go up. He posted on Instagram, what the F, vote for Trump. I'm out. I don't care. Uh, Trump doesn't like black people. Uh, 62%. 62%, 62%, are you out of your effing mind? It also seems like he might be considering ditching New York after seeing the possible state tax rates. Uh, he wrote, F New York, the Knicks never win anyway. <laughs> Damn, 50. Well, that's a true statement. The Knicks don't win. Well, you know, <clears throat> 50, wow. he can have that position. All them rich people know this. You can raise the taxes all you want. They're going to find a way 
Now, maybe not to the extent of Trump, but they're going to find a way. And they know this. How do you think Donald Trump has paid $750 in taxes? You know why? Because of a way. And all of them know that. And 50 know that, too. Yeah, yeah. But He's to sit rich. up and say something yeah. this late in the game as a, an African American, I'm voting for Trump because I ain't raised no. T- First of all, what they're saying about Biden, I understand, was not entirely the truth anyway. Well, he has a plan, and his plan, Steve, I'm sure you know this, is to raise taxes only on those making $400,000 or more. And that is okay. not the majority of the, of the people. But right. even, even with that, Mm-hmm. They all know what this is. Yeah, uh-huh. that and more people are making less than four hundred thousand. So you're going to make that claim. Exactly. But now what they've said is they raising all y'all's tax. Right, right. Yeah. That's and a that's scare tactic. True. They raising tactic. tactics. Mm-hmm. But the majority of people, it will not affect. Now, right. Do I want to pay more taxes? Absolutely not. But for the welfare of my masses. Of people. my people. That's right. My mm-hmm. fan base. Yes. I Your vote loyal for what's best base. for them. Yes. Hello. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. Look, man, rich vote people, people. going to be fine. Yeah. I don't give a damn who in office. Right. Yeah. Right. It's the right. people that are most heavily affected by policy that we have to take care of. Mm-hmm. If you don't take care of the people who shop at Walmart, Thank you. don't you know Walmart going to close? Yeah. Or and don't you know your power. rich ass quit being rich? Mm-hmm. That's the part that sickens me about the wealthy when, when they forget that part. Now, a lot of wealthy people get it and understand it. Mm-hmm. But when you get up there and you forget that it's those people that help make you and create who you are, that's... That's that's when you're taking this 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 party thing too far. Yeah, and, and Steve, the the usual write-offs like uh, deductions, corporate loopholes, stuff like that, they're still going to exist. They're not going anywhere, you know. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. So. Do your homework. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. In more entertainment news, Taraji P. Henson yes, is Lord. confirming. <laughs> Junior's real happy about this story. She's confirming that she split with her fiance, former NFL cornerback Kelvin Hayden, out yeah. uh, of uh, Cookie. Taraji P. Henson, we know her lover is Cookie from Empire, said that she tried to make it work, but they just weren't on the same page. Taraji and Kelvin, who got engaged back in May of 2018, were reportedly set to get married in June, but postponed their plans because, of course, of the pandemic. Uh, Speaking of Empire, uh, Jussie Smollett is back in show business, guys. Uh, But Uh this time he is behind the camera. He's a director now. Uh, You know, he was uh, accused, of course, of faking a hate crime nearly two years ago, but he's directing a movie. He directed that good. Yeah, he did. (laughs) (laughs) He's directing a movie. It's called B-Boy Blues in New York City. Jesse directed two episodes of Empire, if you recall, and several music videos. He still claims his attack really happened, and he still faces criminal charges and a civil lawsuit from Mm -hmm. the city of Chicago. Yeah. Mm. But how's Taraji doing? Hey, she don't okay. need to you back, oh, you back on Taraji? <laughs> yeah, I ain't care nothing when you said Jesse's name. You don't just go over to Taraji. I'm Taraji stuck on this. We still going to go with I was attacked. Uh-huh. <laughs> you back to Jesse. Yeah. They going back and forth. <laughs> All right, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, Brianna Taylor. Uh, the grand juror, one of the grand jurors released a statement yesterday, and we'll talk about that right after this. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Anonymous grand juror number one from the Breonna Taylor case released an explosive statement yesterday stating that the grand jury was not, I repeat, was not presented any charges other than the three wanton endangerment charges against former Louisville police officer Brett Hankinson. Uh, The juror went on to say the the grand jury did not have any homicide offenses explained to them. Grand juror number one also stated that questions were asked about other charges, but they were told by the prosecution that they couldn't make them stick. Brianna Taylor's family attorney, Ben Crump, sounded off against Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron, calling his handling of the grand jury a despicable miscarriage of justice and accusing him of whitewashing what was presented in Taylor's case. And that's what a lot of people were saying when that came out, yeah. But what happens now? Well, the juror will get a chance to, juror number one will get a chance to speak for sure. So we well, can that's really... the statement. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that... Because, you know, with grand juries, I think this is kind of, like, different. You never hear from a grand jury. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Speaking out like this. So this is interesting, Tommy, to see, you know, what will happen. Here's a question I have about it. Like, if a person is acquitted of something, you can't retry them. That's double jeopardy. You can't Uh do that. Right. But they haven't tried this yet. No. Mm -hmm. So they may be able to reconvene. With another grand jury? Because a grand jury, don't you go to the grand jury to see if there's enough evidence it, to, to charge to charge someone, someone to go with, with the trial? But you know, the Department exactly. of Justice, the federal Department uh-huh. of Justice could intervene mm-hmm. if they seem like it's something happening corrupt on the local level. But mm. the well, DOJ is Robert uh-huh. Barr, who is more corrupt than William all of them. William Barr. Uh-huh. William Barr. William Barr, whatever his name is. Uh-huh. He's corrupt. And, and and his boss has said that Black Lives Matter is a Marxist organization, mm-hmm. anti-American. Wow. Daniel Cameron, he stands by his investigation. He stands yeah. by his work. He released a statement saying that uh, yeah, yesterday as well on top of grand juror number mm-hmm. one's uh, statement. Yeah. He's saying yeah. he yeah. presented them with the charges that he thought could stick. And that's but why I, he didn't. But, mm-hmm. that's but I'm sure Brianna Taylor's yeah. family is just upset and probably blindsided because you remember Brianna's mom, Ms. Tamika Palmer. Remember, she mm-hmm. said she met with him and she wanted to believe oh, yeah. that he would do right. You remember that mm-hmm. meeting? I do. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. You remember mm-hmm. that? So not I to do. hear he didn't even present everything right. is. He only presented what he thought <laughs> would, stick. would stick. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. a puppet. McConnell puppet. I mean, you know, he's a puppet for the GOP, the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to switch gears and do a quick round of Ask the CLO. <laughs> That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time for a quick round of Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer. Ready? Ready. All right, here we go. This one is from Maurice in Baton Rouge. Maurice says, my girlfriend and I have been together for four years, and I've wanted to marry her since day one. She has come up with all kinds of excuses and won't let me propose until she's ready. Her engagement ring is sitting on my dresser. She's got to have the perfect house, thousands of dollars in the bank, 
her student loans paying off, paid off, her hair to grow longer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> before, <laughs> before we get married. <laughs> My father said she might be stalling because she thinks something better may come along. What do you think? I think your father could be up to something. Mm-hmm. If she waiting on her hair to get long, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. to pay off her student loans, right. when y'all going to get married, though? And then you need the perfect house. What do you mean? So you have to buy this house before she'll marry you? Man. Mm-hmm. How long it take hair to grow? I don't know, but you can go get you some yeah, you can weed, go and it can be instant <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, Immediately. Tomorrow. <laughs> right, Shirley, down your uh-huh. back. Right. Her hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't wait. Yeah. Girl, that ain't nothing. Hair. <laughs> Pay your loans off. Yakking number five, get over with. <laughs> Somebody don't want to get married. Uh-huh. That's what it sounds C-L-O. like. You're, you're right. Take father years to pay student loans off, man. Father is on to something. <laughs> All right, this one's from Quan in Raleigh, North Carolina. Quan says, I'm a 29-year-old female. I've been a dancer for 10 years. Over the years, I've had butt shots and body contouring, and I regret having it done because now that I have a son and a steady boyfriend, I'm still looked at as a stripper. I want to be respected for who I am as a woman, but I can't seem to put my past behind me. I don't want to move to a new city and start over, but my body is giving me too much unwanted attention. How can I change my image and move on with my life? You need to change your city. (laughs) You've been stripping for 10 years. Everybody has seen you naked. They know you. You have done some things that have made an indelible impression on someone's yes. mind. Yes. And now you've had all this stuff done to your body. Everybody know that's you. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, dog, you at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, ain't that booty spanker? You know, that stuff one. like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Booty spanker? Yeah, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So, I mean, it'd be best if you started anew, you know. Uh, but here's a, here's a problem with uh-huh. your past. Especially your past and you consider what you're doing, like sin and stuff like that, we all are guilty of. Mm -hmm. Sin costs you more than you want to pay and makes you stay longer than you want it to stay. That's the problem with it. Mm. So because you danced for 10 years, you want it to just be gone away now because you got a son and a steady boyfriend. Fresh starts ain't bad. That were people who will never forget what you did. And there are a lot of your so-called friends who ain't going to let you forget what you did. Sometimes you just need a fresh start. Ain't nothing just wrong with starting fresh. Don't go in that strip club in this new city, though. Don't do don't that. Don't carry your ass in there. <laughs> don't go down there. Don't go down there and see what's happening. You know, <laughs> pass through. Tour. <laughs> Yeah. Girl, ain't you booty spanker? You know, you don't need that. Will you stop yeah. saying that? I know. I heard about her. <laughs> She's really concerned Girl, about you the you still bo- got it. Yeah, she got to, she got to move body. on. Yeah. She just got to start over. All right. All right, Viralia in D.C. says, I'm a single mom of three children. I've been in a relationship with a new guy for five months. My children don't like him, and it's driving me crazy. Kids are four, seven, and nine. I planned an outing so we could all get acquainted, but when the kids and I pulled up and they saw him, they wouldn't get out of the car. I should have snatched them, but that would have caused a scene. I made an excuse that my four-year-old wasn't feeling well, but I'm getting tired of playing games. 
Why are my children doing this? Because kids know. Mm-hmm. Oh, because yeah. kids know. Yeah, they don't like them. Kids do not play. Yeah. If they don't like you, they can't fake it. Nope. All right. What has he said to them kids when you wasn't? Woo. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, CLO, <laughs> as usual. Nephew Tommy is up next with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my employee's wife is crazy. (laughs) We'll get into that in a minute. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Border violation. Y'all got quiet on that one. Because we don't know. Yeah. yeah, we don't. I'm scared. I don't know I about the jail. Don't cringe on me now. Border violation. Everybody say it at one time. Border violation. Border violation. Just play you. it. <laughs> Let's go, cat dog. Border violation. Hello? Hello. Uh, I'm trying to reach a Mr. Noel. Do you Noel? Hi, uh, Mr. Noel. My name is Mr. James I'm with the Border Patrol in San Diego, California. Listen, uh, hate to give you a call here on, on Sunday afternoon like this, but it's been brought to our attention, sir, that you have been, let's say, part of a group that's helping people get across the border. Wait, 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 what? What? Well, wait, let's hang on. Hear me out now. Um, I'm just saying uh, it's been brought to our attention here at the uh, Border Patrol headquarters here in San Diego. That uh, And I know you live in Los Angeles, but it's been brought to our attention that you have been helping people get across the border from Tijuana into San Diego. Wait, wait, wait a minute, man. I haven't even, I haven't even been close to the border, man. What well, the f*** are you accusing me of? I don't even go near the border. Okay, I... I you so, must have a wrong Noel. Well, no, I think I have the right Noel, sir, but I, I'm just trying to get clarification here. Now, let me lay it out a little bit more... Um, Clearly for you, from my understanding is that uh, I'm getting some, uh, I've got an anonymous call that you, uh, per se, Mr. Noel is the one that has been helping people get across. And you've helped over 80 plus people get from Tijuana into San Diego, uh, into the United States. Man, let me tell you, how the f*** can I help people get into the United States if I just told you that I haven't even been close to the border? What the f*** are you talking about? What's wrong with you? So, I mean, come on, you probably have the wrong Noel, man. I don't, sir, I don't have the wrong Noel. How can I call Mr. Noel You live in Los Angeles, and it's been brought to my attention. They've given me the correct number on you, sir. I do have an address on you. I want to try and see if we can get this clarified over the phone, but I will send a squad car out there and talk with you, and if things don't go well, I will have you brought in. No, uh, let me tell you, man. No, no, no. Oh, cut this man. Let me tell you right now. I haven't even been near the border. I don't know what the f- you're talking about. But let me tell you, if you are near the border, or if I were to be near the border there too, and I would see my people trying to cross over, if I were you, I would help them over. Because they're the only ones that actually work over here on this side of the river. Wait, wait. So get that into your head, man. They are the only ones that what? That work. You guys don't want to do anything. People here in the United States are lazy, man. They don't want to do their yards. They don't want to the restrooms. They don't want to serve in the restaurants. Let me tell you, this is going down the tubes because... We are the ones that make this country roll. And I'm not saying that I'm crossing people over here. I'm not saying that. So get that to your f***ing I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that you should appreciate what we do over here. And you're accusing me here. Uh, sure, I am Noel. And I'm a hardworking person over here. But don't accuse me of any like that. Okay, sir, sir. 
uh, I'm not accusing you. It's been brought to my attention, sir, that you, Mr. Noel, are the one that's helping people get across the border. Now, you, did you just tell me that if you were at the border, you would help them? Did you say that? I said I would, but I didn't say I was doing it. There's a big difference. And I'm pretty sure you understand that, because what the f is this? I'm over here minding my own business, and you're telling me all this that people are telling you that I'm crossing like Mexicans illegally over here to this country? Let me tell you one thing, man. If you do not appreciate my people over here, don't want accusing me of bringing them over here illegally. Got that? I understand wholeheartedly what you're saying, but listen to me. I'm going to go ahead and send a squad car over there to your house and pick you up and bring hey, look, you... Look, 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 no, 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 you listen to me. Look. If you send a squad car over here and they cross my yard, like you say, I'm crossing people over from the border, you're going to get your kick. I'm going to guarantee you that right now. You're okay? going gonna to do what? You're going to get your kick. You don't understand my people. I don't understand the Spanish. Don't you do that no more. You're going to have to break this down to me in English. No, let me tell you. You're a border patrol. You should understand Spanish. Understand my people. Because look, man. Mira, I'm going to tell you one more time. Say, si tú vienes a mis cantones, te vamos a partir toda la madre. Te lo digo de ahorita, güey. Did you understand? What did I just tell you, Noel? I told you, do not speak to me no more in that language. Now, listen to me. I said I'm going to send a squad car coming over there, and they're going to come up in there and, and drag you out your house and put you in the car and bring you downtown until we get it rectified. No, let me tell you, you I know you've been No, 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 no. You listen to me. This is the United States, and I have rights. Oh, you got rights now. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I got a right to say. Do you have the right to be helping people across the border? Hey, man, let me tell you. Those people have the right to better themselves, to say. They have the right, if they can get away with it, to come over here. I'm not saying that I'm helping them. But what I'm saying is they have the right to better themselves, and you don't have the right to ruin their dreams, to say. People got the right to come over here and better themselves, but what are you doing to better yourself, Noel? What am I doing to say? You don't even know me, you see? You don't even know me. Hey, I got my own, my own lawnmower service. I do the hedges and everything. Is it because you know what? Because the people here don't want to do it. I say, and that's why they get people like me and like my people that coming from Mexico. And we do. We ain't afraid of any little bit of heat or getting dirty. I got no oils. Twenty-four-seven. I say. I got no problem with you having a lawn service. I got a problem with you trying to get people across the border when they not see. Because you know what? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? You ain't no uh, uh, Cesar Chavez. No, I'm not no Cesar Chavez. I'm not leading any labor union or anything like that. I'm just a guy that's trying to get it done over here, and you're accusing me of saying, I, I got one more thing I need to say to you, Mr. Noel. What is that? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy, Victor. Fucking Victor, I'm going to kick his this ain't funny, is it? <laughs> oh, sh man, who's this, this guy right now? This is Tommy. I'm, I'm Tommy, we're gonna kick to it, because this is <laughs> Victor. He's my partner. I know, I know he's your partner. You put me up to it. He said, You gotta call. You see, when it, you see, we're there in the truck and we're listening to the show, the Steve Harvey show. And you know, when you guys do like this <laughs> and he's laughing his stuff, and man, I never thought that he would say, Well, I'm gonna up my partner over here, you know. <laughs>
right, man. Hey, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, the Steve Harvey show, I think. <laughs> hey, man, y'all keep listening to us, all right? Yeah, man. And I want to I wanna let you know this, Noel, on the real. The Steve Harvey Morning Show welcomes everybody across the border. You hear me? Yes, sir. Orderly. That's Every what I want to hear it say. Because you know what he said? He told the damn truth. Uh -huh. <laughs> Our ass don't want to work. We don't want to get dirty. We don't want any heat. And then you try to act like they ain't right for coming over here. You're going to stop it. If you stop that flow of people, farming, yeah. restaurants, construction, gone. Gone. Oh, man. They make this whole country tick, partner. Yes, they yeah. do, buddy. I'm glad they here, and I respect them and got number man love for them. Stick up to all the SAs. And the hell away with him and his wall. <laughs> Tunnel and keep coming. Oh my if God. We vote. That could happen. That's it. Get out and vote. Oh, I loved him, man. I loved him. Tunnel <laughs> and keep coming. That's right. <laughs> hey, Tommy. Oh, he gonna get, too much. He going to hey, get Victor. That's for damn sure. Tommy. No, no, no. Uh, he was going to beat your ass. Essay. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, my employee's wife is crazy. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right. All New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Well, there are just 13 days left, 13 days left until the November 3rd election. We told you we were getting down to the wire, didn't we? Uh, please go get registered to vote. You can, still can in some states. But uh, we want you to early vote, okay? That's what we're pushing, early voting in your state. Everyone on the Steve Harvey Morning Show has voted. We want you to do the same thing. Please go to vote.org, vote.org, and cast your votes. And uh, we're going to switch gears here. It is time now for the Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. And click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. 
Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. Subject, my employee's wife is crazy. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have an employee that is married to a crazy woman that constantly harasses me. She has it in her head that her husband and I have something going on. I am a manager of an essential business and my employees... Uh, all have specialized skills that are in demand. Therefore, I rely heavily on them to keep my business going. We are currently backed up on orders, so I've been working the graveyard shift a lot, and so has my crew. When I call my best employee in for the third shift or to get him to cover another shift, I have to deal with his wife yelling and screaming or, or trying to get on the get the phone from him. He's always apologetic when he comes to work, and I have no choice but to let it slide because I'm really short-staffed right now. His wife drops him off at work since they only have one car, and I'm usually leaving the office when he comes in. His wife will sit in the parking lot and wait until I leave the building to make sure I don't stay there. She's usually staring at me as I walk to my car. She's even driven behind me a few times to make sure I'm gone. My employee has been open about his wife's insecurities since she got laid off in June and has picked up a few packages. I tried to be lenient with him, but I cannot take his wife's evil stares and the name calling. I've asked that he stopped her. He stopped her from coming to the office, but he said that would create more drama. He is my best employee, and I cannot lose him right now. I'm beginning to think that his wife may be a real threat to me, though. I'm thinking about suspending him for a few days so she can see how her behavior could affect their income. What do you think? Uh... I, I like the idea of suspending him. I do, because perhaps her crazy behind would see that it would af- it would affect their income, like you say. I even like the idea of, of a restraining order on her because she is stalking and harassing you. But you can't do that uh, because guess what? It would affect your income right now, too. You need him, you say. He's your best employee. And let's face it, everyone needs their job right about now. Uh, she is crazy, though. She is crazy. It's crazy all through this letter. And and until you can find someone to take his place, uh, crazy is going to continue to be a problem. I say you start looking for his replacement, ASAP. Why should you, why should your business have to suffer because of this this man's wife is crazy. Why? She's the one with the insecurities. I don't think he should have told you uh, that, though, I, I, especially the part about her gaining a few pounds. I mean, why did he have to go there? A- anyway, uh, does she want him to lose his job? I, I don't think so, uh, especially since she's not working. Uh, you don't have anything to do with that. This is not your fault. Uh, you definitely don't need the extra stress. You didn't tell us what you did, what kind of essential job this is. So I, I just think you need to make it clear to him that you appreciate his work, but unless he can get this situation under control, and it doesn't look like he can, he hasn't so far, you're, you're going to have to let him go, period. You're going to have to fire him. In the meantime, I definitely don't think you should be walking to your car by yourself anymore, any of that, because she she just sounds too crazy to me. It, it, it's too dangerous. Steve? My response to this letter is short. How much time do I have? Because we can go and get right to this. Oh, we can get rid of this in less than two minutes. Shirley, I appreciate everything you said. Some great advice. <laughs> Thank Let's you. just get to what's really uh-huh. the damn problem in this whole letter right here. The whole problem in this whole letter is 
his wife's insecurity since she got laid off in June and has picked up a few pounds. Here is what the damn letter is about. Barney then set up here and got laid off in June. She got laid off. She was Big Bird when she got laid off. In June, she was just Big Bird. Now, months later, she Barney now. Now, I know what y'all sitting up in here, Steve. You can't fat shame. Right. I did not write the damn letter. You wrote, you read my letter. In the letter. We <laughs> stupid shame when people do stupid stuff. We stupid shame. <laughs> when people racist, we racist shame them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kanye do something crazy, we shame him. Uh, we just did a story about R. Kelly getting his ass whooped in the prison. Ain't yes, nobody man. came to R. Kelly defense. <laughs> and what? we're not. And, and we're not marching for him So now, <laughs> stop coming to her defense because she done got laid off and picked Steve. up a couple of pounds since June, which is what this letter is about. And this skinny little fine-ass woman walking by here telling her husband what to do. You know that's what this letter is about. And why we're not trying to act like that? There's nothing wrong with gaining pounds. But when your pounds is causing you to think evil thoughts, what you want me to do? Now you done gained weight, now you you angry. Cause your ass done picked up a few pounds. Hold cause on. you got laid on. Hold on. Now uh, it's the fine lady fault down at the building. We'll have part two of your response. Whole Steve Harvey's got response. To Cause your big ass. At 23 minutes after the hour. My strawberry letter for today, the subject is, my employee's wife is crazy. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter nicely, please. The subject is, my employee's wife is crazy. Crazy. Got laid off in June. Can't stand you asking her husband to come to work. She got laid. Here is the letter that I'm reading that was written in to me and Shirley. <laughs> My employee has been open about his wife's insecurities uh-huh. since she got laid off in June and has picked up a few pounds. Why would he now, tell her that? She been, well, she noticed it because <laughs> she been coming down there for a while now. Right. She's seen as she's looking out the window of the car, less and less space in that window. Oh, no. Would you please She has seen that window fill up over the months. Shoulders that got wide. Head that got fat. You know how your face swell. You know, jaws and everything. She turned around in the window. You can't even see the stairwell wheel no more. Ain't no real view mirror. You can't see the other head rest. She just all up in that window. Oh, man. Now, the little skinny fine chick is getting nervous now. Where is that in the letter that she's skinny and fine? Where? She followed us to the car. Well, I mean... You know. She says she's the boss. That's all she says, Steve. Oh but that's that's just the you know when you once you start getting laid off and get insecure, 
If she's smaller than her, she's going to be skinny to her. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you something. Justify it, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you 300 pounds and uh-huh. somebody 210, ain't they skinny to you? <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Hell yeah, and 210 ain't skinny, but it's skinny to you. Mm, mm, mm. See, let's look at this like height-wise. Mm-hmm. See, Tommy is an average height man. No, you are. You average height man. I'll, 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 height. Height, height, height. He's average. He's height. average height. It's height. It's height. Put a T on we need that T. See, hey, hey, hey. You tall shaming. Let it go, baby. You tall shaming. Uh-oh. Good one, Steve. See, y'all now, y'all trying to hurt him and make him shorter than he. Height. <laughs> he's Go ahead, make height. your point. <laughs> but if he stand next no to point. me, he ain't regular no more. Uh-huh. Got regular it. is still regular. Just because I'm next to you. Yeah, uh-huh. it don't no, look like that. You wanted him to make the point. Go yeah, ahead. I made it. <laughs> so what I'm telling you is, skinny becomes skinny based on who looking at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Skinny is in the eye of the beholder. Now, the little thin lady. <laughs> okay. I'm beginning to think that his wife may be a real threat to me, though. Mm-hmm. I'm That's thinking about part. suspending him for a few days so he can see how the behavior could affect him. Now, I don't, I don't know. Now, Shirley says she agrees with that, but suspend him for what? Mm-hmm. And uh, is that legal? Can you suspend an employee? Because of the actions of their spouse, you could get yourself in trouble for a lawsuit of some kind. Mm. So I would be careful about that. But now I need you to also be careful because she going to do something to you. Uh I'm talking about jump out that window. She already up in there full. I'm talking about come right up through that damn window. (laughs) You walking past the car and said she just bite you on your ass when you, you walking by. You really make She gonna have sick. to bite because she ain't gonna be able to get her arms out that car window because she too, she didn't gain too much. Oh my god! So now, it's, and then here's another one, sniper. She gonna be over there up on on that building. She tried the tree last week, but the branch broke. So she gonna go on that building oh across the street next week. And be waiting on your little fine ass. Your little cute ass come out there with a little tight ass black dress on if you want to. And pow, you're going to get the strap off of it. <laughs> Here's another one. What? Run you down. Be Run careful down. for yeah. screeching car tires in that parking lot. Here she comes. That's, yeah. That's her. That's big girl in that little Cordoba coming around that corner. Hard. Spun it. Yeah, that's an old car. Oh, man. Big people have old cars. New cars ain't got no room in them. He said a few pounds. Anytime a man say a few pounds, you know what that means. He's trying not to hurt his wife. She he shouldn't have told her anyway. He shouldn't have told who? His boss. He should not have told her she that. See, she see it, Shirley. Everybody know. Hey, man, who the big lady out in the parking lot? <laughs> you know that's what? staring at everybody. The big ass lady all up in the windshield. Man. They see her, Shirley. 
they you see her. And don't nobody talk me about Steve was fat shaming. She wrote in the letter to me. <laughs> Insecure gained a bunch of weight. That's mm. in the letter. A few pounds. You know what that means. <laughs> All right, listen. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter on uh, on demand, the podcast on demand, okay? Coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, uh, Junior is here with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Junior with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Thank you, Shirley. Uh, Well, game one of the World Series went to the Los Angeles Dodgers. We know that. Dodgers Whoa. won eight to three, so they won up. They could ha- possibly have the NBA championship and the World Series in Los Angeles. Oh, wow, yeah, man, that's big right there. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, that, there's something, man. You know, I know how you are about the Browns, man. But huh? I caught something, man. Okay. And one of your good friends, man, said something. I don't know if you caught it. I don't even know how you really feel about it. But um, you know, Stephen A. Smith said Odell Beckham Jr. and <laughs> Jarvis Landry need to move on from the Cleveland Browns. Take a listen. I'm going to say this, and you said it. I said it earlier in the morning meeting when we were talking about it, whatever. Odell Beckham Jr. needs to demand a trade. Trading deadline, what is it, November 3rd? He needs to demand to get the hell up out of Cleveland. As far as I'm concerned, Jarvis Landry should demand a trade out of Cleveland. Anybody who's a pass catcher. You don't want to play with this guy because he's not going to make you look good. Now, Stefanski and those guys got to do a better job of getting dudes open, and we all know that. Reading the Cleveland coverage and stuff like that, they've been talking about this stuff. I get that. But the bottom line is this. You not only have a quarterback that is ineffective, you not only has a quarterback that draw, he draws attention, and as a result, because he draws attention due to the fact that he's getting all these endorsements and commercials and stuff like that, you got guys hungry to get at him. It's like a shark in blood-infested waters. They just sniff, they just smell everything about Baker Mayfield. Wow. So, so I know Cleveland's serious about these Brown. Did Stephen A. cross the line with y'all? No, he didn't. No. If you recall what I proposed that the Brown did with the number one draft pick, they had number one and they had number three or four. I said pick Saquon Barkley at number one. You did. It was Josh Allen, Makefield, and Donaldson. Mm -hmm. Any one of them I'd have took. I wanted the Browns to take Josh Allen, the boy that's in Buffalo, because he played in Wyoming in that snow and Cleveland going to have snow. So we'd have had Josh Allen, and we'd have had Saquon. Now, I ain't mad at, at Chubb and Hunt because they running. Mm-hmm. But I we would have had. I thought you liked Mayfield, though. I thought you liked him. I had got to like him because, hell, he ours. Hell, yeah. re- remember when you liked Johnny Manziel? Hey, man. <laughs> you know, we all like badass people. <laughs> hell. <laughs> Hell, I bought the Chocolate Factory album. We all like bad people. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Junior. Thank you, guys. We got to get out of here. Coming up at the Hell, top I of the hour. The is is Michigan in trouble for the Senate race? We'll talk about it right after this. Oh, God.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. Michigan is a state that could be in trouble, uh, not only for the presidential race, but for the Senate race as well. We don't talk much about that. There's a huge push for black Americans to get out and vote, especially in Michigan. A lot of voters in Michigan stayed home back in 2016, and now is the time to let your voice be heard. First, the Senate race. House Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is supporting Republican challenger John James against incumbent Michigan Democrat Senator Gary Peters. The big issue in this race is the Obama Affordable Care Act. Uh, We know it is. Let me stop right here. Mm -hmm. John James, everybody, is African-American. His brother. But he is a staunch Republican. Yep. John James in Michigan is a staunch Republican and 2,000% behind Trump. His own words. 2,000% for Trump. So James is not who we want in Michigan. Um, That's it. Okay. okay. And uh, his, yeah. the incumbent, they... Uh, is Michigan Democratic Senator Gary Peters. The big issue in this race, like we said, is Obamacare, the Obama Affordable Care Act. Uh, Republican John James wants to replace Obamacare. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is hoping that Michigan voters will vote for John James, but we need the Michigan vote for Democratic Senator Gary Peters. And listen to me, y'all. This guy, he's black. He has stripped Republican from his website. He has stripped all all of that stuff from his website. So he just appears as an African-American candidate. But this is a lamb. This is a wolf in lamb's clothing. On the inside, he is running for the U.S. Senate. He has stripped Republican from his website, ads, and billboards. He is against Obamacare. He will vote for right-wing judges. And he said he's 2,000 cent behind Trump. He's polling at 20 to 25% around black men. He beats Gary Peters. Mitch McConnell keeps control of the Senate. Gary Peters is who you want to vote for in Michigan. Gary Peters for Senate 
in Michigan. Not, not, do not vote for John James. He is black, but he is not for our rights. He's not for Obamacare. He's not, he's 100%, he's a puppet. John James is not our guy. It's Gary Peters in Michigan. Vote for Gary Peters, the Democrat. Come on, Michigan. Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michigan is a crucial state. I mean, yes, is, it is. Man, this election mm-hmm. depends on Michigan, Absolutely. like you said, Steve, for the Senate race and presidential right. race. You know, uh, Trump is opening up campaign offices in certain parts of Detroit. It this is and not a drill, Michigan. Listen, no, yeah. really, really, Carl is right. It's not a drill. Last year. The Michigan vote was decided by less than 200,000. 2016. Yes, sir. 2016. Yeah, last election. The last Uh presidential Mm -hmm. election. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Almost half a million blacks didn't vote in Detroit. Eligible registered voters did not vote in Detroit. Detroit, if you vote, if you get to them polls, you're going to make a difference. Gary Peters for Senate, Biden Harris for President. Period. Yeah. Get it done. We need to control this Senate so we can get things done. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So important. All right. Uh, Wow. Coming up. Yeah, coming up, I'm glad we already voted, yeah. Coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Our forever president, Barack Obama, will be on the campaign trail for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris today. And and let's get this straight. Her name is Kamala Harris. Okay, Kamala Harris. Yeah. All right, because I'm so us. sick of these. Uh, I'm so sick of these people. Uh, Kamala, Kamala, whatever. You know, we had a um, uh, a senator down here, Kamala, Kamala, Mala, whatever. Don't do that. That's so disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. You know, but that's Her that name old, is Kamala that's Harris. That's that old BS that the, the good uh-huh. old boys yeah. know how to uh-huh. do so. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly this right. ghetto name can't nobody yeah. pronounce. Uh, yeah. Well, well, get ready to call her Madam Vice President. Yes. You don't have to worry right. about her first name at all. How about yeah. that? <laughs> um, anyway, they're going to be on the campaign. Uh, President Barack Obama will be on the campaign trail for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris today for a socially distanced drive-in rally. This one's going down in Philly, Philadelphia. Uh, President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama have headlined a number of virtual rallies for the Biden-Harris campaign. But today, will be the former president's first in-person campaign stop. Yes. Let's go. All right. Yes. Let's, Let's do Let's this. Go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Woo. We have no more time. If you haven't voted, please make plans to do so. Please. You have 13 days left. I can't wait for this election to be over. Over. All the commercials, all of that. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, tomorrow is the final presidential debate between Vice President Joe Biden and President Donald Trump in Nashville. The Commission on Presidential Debate has adopted new rules of muting the microphones of President Trump and Joe Biden. Uh, Both campaigns have agreed on the two-minute uninterrupted rule. The only way to enforce that rule is to make sure that only the candidate who has the floor microphone will be open during those two-minute periods. What do you guys think? Steve, this was your idea? I I think, yeah, it was my idea, and they stole it, but it's all good. (laughs) It's all good. Yeah, they jacked it. They heard me say as soon as I said it. Then they're going to take it and act like it's their damn idea. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing they did with them ragged-ass Envision Centers. Took my damn idea and made it theirs. Going to change it from Vision Center to Envision Center. I said it, yes. Now what? <laughs> so now nah, wow. I'm not I'm not going with none of this. Yes, they Because they listen that. to the show. Yeah, they do. They do listen to the show. They I stole know. the idea. They're going to cut yeah, the mic number off. number one. Mm-hmm. But Trump going to come up and round there and say he going to talk loud. <laughs> He gonna anyway. go over to Bye Bye yeah. Mike. That's when Joe ought to sucker punches. He gonna haul off and roll his ass one time. Yeah. Pop. Remember he did it with Hillary Clinton. He came around and what was walking around and yeah, stuff. Walking off, man, man, mm-hmm. get your ass something behind me. See, that's why I can't run for president. I know too many. Hood. Y'all gonna be clapping for me, y'all. Be, my man, Steve, get your ass out behind me. You ain't made a political point all night. Make it your <laughs> Uh, in other entertainment news, 50 Cent is the latest rapper to endorse President Trump. After learning details oh. about Joe Biden's tax plan, Fiddy says he doesn't care if the president is racist as long as his taxes don't go up. He posted on Instagram, what the F, vote for Trump. I'm out. I don't care. Uh, Trump wow. doesn't like black people. Uh, 62 percent. 62%, are you out of your effing mind? It also seems like he might be considering ditching New York after seeing the possible state tax rates. Uh, he wrote, F New York, the Knicks never win anyway. <laughs> Damn, 50. Well, that's a true statement. The Knicks don't win. Well, you know, <clears throat> 50, wow. he can have that position. All them rich people know this. You can raise the taxes all you want. They gonna find a way. Now, maybe not to the extent of Trump, but they gonna find a way. And they know this. How do you think Donald Trump has paid $750 in taxes? Mm-hmm. You know why? Because of a way. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. all of them know that. And 50 know that too. Yeah. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. Last break of the day. <laughs> why is he off mic? <laughs> And, of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Health care is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. 
They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. Well, we've talked about it a lot this morning. There are 13 days left until the November 3rd election. Please go to vote.org and get your dates so you can vote early in your state if you haven't already. So many millions of people have voted already. I think the last time I checked, it was 30-something million people that have voted early already. Oh, man. Good. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great sign. I hope it's a good sign for us, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so please go to vote.org and find out, you know. The lines are getting shorter. Whatever you have to do, let's vote. Let's just vote. Let's yeah, when vote. when I went the other day to vote, mm-hmm. uh, I went in the afternoon. Yeah. There's five people in front of me. See? Oh, Look good, at that. Good, yeah. Good. Look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get out let's get it done. Let's get it done, people. Let's get it done. We We've can't all take... voted on this show, so yes, we absolutely. are walking the talk. We yes, are we are. Yes, we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lead by example. We cannot take four more years of this. We just can't. I'm exhausted. I'm not going to talk about it four more years. <laughs> right. I'm exhausted. Yeah. And if you're in the healthcare industry and if you are on the front lines. Front lines, yeah. There's, I don't know how you can vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. With the second wave of coronavirus and the pandemic coming, yeah, hospitalizations are going up again. He doesn't. He yeah. does not care. Mm-hmm. You know, I was care. watching this thing on TV about these. Uh, you know how these they had these boat cruises, mm-hmm. boat uh-huh. parades, and yes. car parades uh-huh. and truck uh-huh. parades. Well, they have in Oregon. They have this group of Trump supporters who. They fly in from over and they rally and they get around each other, you know, and and, and they are decent people, you mm-hmm. know, just listening to them, you know, and but they're Trump supporters and they were explaining why they were Trump supporters. And and all of these, you know, they get together, and they ride these dooms and they jump. So this CNN reporter went to meet with him. It's predominantly all men because, you know, he does well with white men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what they were saying about Trump was they know he says stuff that they don't like or they agree with, but they voted for him because he wasn't a politician. He's a businessman, and that's what America needed was a businessman, right? Mm -hmm. And then they said the most telling thing as to why they're Trump supporters. They said because he's like us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, like yeah. us. That's exactly. He wants yep. to work hard for his money and get mm-hmm. his money and keep as much as he can and not pay a bunch of taxes. But he ain't work see, hard or nothing. What but he see, work harder? but okay, he talks but that see, game. But see, but guys, but like I've always told you about this, their aim, their aim, a lot of people's aim is to be a Donald Trump. Uh huh. Well off. Mm-hmm. Not working, evade your taxes, date porn stars, playboy bunnies. Wow. Get a fly wife. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a jet, a helicopter with your name on it. That to them uh, represents the American dream. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are attracted to that. He doesn't, they don't care. 
they asked them people that they think Donald Trump was a racist. They said, no, he's racist towards lazy people. Impossible. He's like us. He wants to work hard. Wait a minute, man. You all don't know the truth about Donald Trump. But that's the image that they portrayed and they put out there. Mm-hmm. And like I've told you, man, well-off people, a, a large number of them, not all by any stretch of the imagination, but there are a lot of people, and most of them really not well-off, but who want to be well-off, admire mm-hmm. him. And they look up to him, and they don't care about his policy foreign policy they just care about the economy that they'll one day be able to get their own slice of the american dream and like this guy was saying and i was i wanted to go wow he said you know and i'm doing really well in life the fact that i can buy a twenty thousand dollar toy and come out here and ride on dunes with other people who are like me lets you know where i'm at and i was going a twenty thousand dollar toy so you part of doom buggy and you can get out here with people with Trump signs, and that makes you a cut above the rest of them? I'm telling you, man, they find little things, and the Republican Party has found ways to make them feel special, like they're a cut above someone who's not. And that's the deception that they've played. So, I say all that to say this. We got to vote. We got to get real serious. We got to cover the disenfranchised, we got to cover those people who are blinded by Trump. We got to cover those people who admire Trump. We got to get out and outvote them people that want to make America great again when we as black people still have not figured out what period of time you want to go back to that was that was making it so great for America that it was better for us. There's a lot of reasons to vote. But the number one reason to vote is because our ancestors died, were enslaved, beaten, tarred, feathered, fire hosed, burned, lynched, jailed, just so we could vote. We owe them that. We owe them that. And I don't give a damn what 50 cents say or no other celebrities say. Let's not get stupid here. This ain't just about you. This is about us. You're going to be fine with your money no matter who the president is. But a lot of people ain't. We got to vote. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 
Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 